Hi guys! I feel like it's been so long since we like talked and had a little sesh with each other. Um, I am coming to you from a place of Airbnb right now. As you guys know, I was planning a trip to Chicago for my birthday. I have an announcement. Chicago, I'm in you. And it's been amazing. I also wanted to tell you guys, I received my first piece of fan mail. Yay! So, this letter is from Sergio. He says, Hi, Lena. I hope you had a nice holiday season. Let me just say that I've been listening to your podcast since you started. I recently binged on your last few episodes and got excited to hear that you were coming to visit Chicago this month for your birthday. I hope you enjoy or are enjoying your time in Chicago. I live a vegan lifestyle now and I've been living in Chicago my most of my life. I don't know if you'll be able to read this while you're in Chicago. P.S. Sergio, I am. Thank you so much. I just couldn't believe when I heard you were going to be here. One great thing about Chicago is the transportation system, which can help get you from almost any part of the city to another. I'm not sure if you'll feel comfortable commuting by public transportation, aka I totally do. I'm riding the L around the loop tomorrow. Wish me luck because I'm a little directionally challenged, so I'm hoping to get lost in the fun way. But he says... I don't know if you'll feel comfortable commuting by public transportation, but that's one nice way to get to see the city and move around relatively quickly while taking the train. I don't know if you looked up any vegan restaurants before coming, but there are quite a good number of them in Chicago that vary in cuisine styles, from fast foods to ethnic foods. I don't have an entire list of them right now, but I wish I could recommend one that makes good soups. I know how much you love soups, but I rarely buy soups from restaurants. The only possible exception is the curry from Thai restaurants, in which case I would highly recommend urban vegan Thai cuisine. I don't know where you're staying, but that restaurant is up north of the city. Everything they make is so good, not just their curry. If you're here already or you're about to get here, you're about to experience a little snow and some cold weather. I hope you stay warm and get to enjoy your warm baths while you're here. I want to thank you for putting all the time and effort into your podcast. Every time I finish the last one, I always wish the next one would be right around the corner. I'm sure everyone that listens appreciates how honest and open you are, along with the positive vibes you try to set. You make it feel as if we're right there listening along with you, having the conversation out loud or with your special guests. You are insightful with all of the topics you discuss, and I enjoy listening. Sometimes I fall asleep listening and end up listening to your episodes multiple times. That's good for the algorithm, Sergio. You're doing the work of the squad with that. I don't know if you give yourself the credit, but you have a lot of wisdom and you share with all of us listening. I think that's why I personally appreciate listening to you. That, along with your personality, makes it all the better. Thank you for sharing your experiences, thoughts, opinions, curiosities, and insights along with those listening. I do have to say that after listening to you for so long... I have so many questions I would ask you if I ever had the opportunity. That's probably why I got very excited to hear you were going to be in Chicago. 
one of the questions. Have you ever considered becoming a counselor, therapist, or anything of the sort because you have such great advice for others? Understandably, much of the wisdom you bring comes from personal experience along with your gained knowledge while researching topics, and that's also what makes your podcast very wholesome. When you share your personal journey and when people know you're being honest, people want to listen. The advice that you give others is always very positive and supportive. These are just some of the reasons why it makes it so easy for listeners to want to listen to your podcast. I'm literally crying happy tears right now. So, Sergio, to answer your question, I did consider becoming some type of therapist or counselor. Um, I was a former gifted child. I took like all of the advanced classes in high school and graduated early, but around the time that it came for me to graduate, like I kind of felt like I wanted to go to college, but I've always kind of felt like stuff like that wasn't for me. And so whenever I was picking out all of my different electives and stuff, I elected to do psychology, but I got a couple years in before I realized that you had to go to school for like 12 years in order to do it, which that's fine. It's not really a bad thing to go to school for that long if you're like dedicating your life to your career. But the thing that I didn't like about that is number one, since I graduated early, I graduated when I was 16. Um... I don't feel like a 16, 17, or 18-year-old is fully equipped to decide what they want their career to be like for the rest of your life. And I know it's not necessarily a rest of your life decision, but it's such a fast process like getting out of high school and applying for colleges and stuff that you know if you sign up for student loans even if you don't like complete college and end up getting your degree, you're still on the hook for those student loans. You still have to pay. And so I didn't want to choose something that I didn't feel like my heart was all the way into, which I do love helping people. But when you go to school for psychology, you go to school for like 12 years to get your degree, right? So after you get your degree and your certifications, then you have to go work somewhere. So once you go work somewhere, you're pretty much working for someone else and putting money into their pocket unless you decide to have your own practice. But obviously, after just graduating college and just getting your degree, you're not going to have enough money to start your own practice. So I honestly like to go my own way. I've always had, like, an entrepreneur mindset. I don't feel like my brain is designed that well to work for other people. It's I love to work with people. I love community, but it's just not fulfilling for me to work for other people. That was my dream at first. I definitely did want to be... A psychologist because I do have the personality for it and I love helping people but I don't want to be saddled with mountains of debt and to work for someone else the rest of my life so 
if you have any other questions, Sergio, let me know. You can email me anytime. Okay, let's continue. Then he says, thank you for putting all the time, work, and dedication into your podcast. I think all of us listeners really appreciate it. We wouldn't be listening if we didn't. Most of all, thank you for being you. You are appreciated and you deserve all the good that will come from all of your hard work. Thank you so much. Then he says, I'm sure you get a lot of emails, so I don't know when you'll get to read this. I wish you a great birthday month as well as a prosperous 2024. May you and everyone around you be in good health and good spirit. Best regards, Sergio. Sergio, um, I do not get a lot of emails. I would love if you guys send me more emails I will read and make sure to announce all of them the best that I can. I love when people send me emails because it it just feels so personal. It's almost like writing like your friend a letter, like, best regards to you, Sergio. Thank you so much for your kind words. And it's good to know that, like, what I'm putting my time and energy into is like actually making an impact on the world because when I started this podcast it was kind of more like a diary for myself and other people like to listen on but as we've been on this journey together it has kind of transformed into a lot of different things and I'm so passionate about what I do and I'm so grateful for all of you guys who listen and it's nice to know that I'm not just like talking into the void you know that's why I started this podcast because I would always sesh and have all of these thoughts and be like dang like it would be amazing if like I could talk to someone while I sesh or like get my thoughts out there because having the type of personality that I have sometimes I feel like it can just be too much for the world and it honestly gets kind of lonely so I do find comfort in the fact that there's somebody listening out there and that you guys care about the things that I think and say and do. I love you all so much. Um, other than that, I this is kind of going to be kind of a short episode because I really wanted to check in with you guys, let you know how my vacation is going. It's going amazing. There's still one more day left. Um, like Sergio said, the weather in Chicago is very, very snowy right now. So we might have to extend our trip another day because there's a huge winter storm coming in. Which, speaking of, the drive here was amazing. I felt like a child at Christmas seeing all of the snow. They don't have a lot of snow where I live. And so... It was really good to just see that and be happy. And one of the things that I like about Chicago is that, like, okay, 
So back home, you get snow, but it's kind of like fuck you snow because we don't have the infrastructure to like handle any of that stuff. So it's like snowing and then we have like two snow plows in the entire city. They're not salting the roads at all. And so because they shut down the entire city when it's snowing, like all of the ice freezes over the road because there's no one driving over it to like break it down and we all just pretty much end up playing fucking bumper cars and so when I arrived to Chicago I was like oh shit like I'm nervous because (coughs) because I know they're gonna have snow here but they literally had snow plows like on every street all of the roads are salted I'm staying in Little Italy right now. It's amazing. I love the culture of the city. Um, I love the locals. I love the food scene. I love how walkable it is. That's something that's really important to me because I feel like when you get more into like neighborhoods and suburbia, there's kind of like a barrier of access to it, which has something to do with like classism and like wealth and definitely race and poverty. So when you think about the suburbs, everything's so spaced out. And so they kind of just assume that if you can live in this suburban area, then you probably have enough money to afford a car too, and you can drive around. But that's not necessarily true for a lot of people. And I honestly, I don't think that a car should be necessary to travel around the place that you live. It's impractical. It costs too much money. It's just another bill. And public transportation is right there and it should be accessible freely to everyone. And so I love that you can just like walk down the street and hop on the L in Little Italy All of the little Christmas lights are still up. It's so beautiful. And then each little like light post has a a miniature Italian flag on it. That is the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen. And I've been loving talking to the natives. I went to 7-Eleven for the first time ever in my life. I felt like a kid in a candy store. The quality of 7-Eleven food is so good like it's on the very very high end of gas station food and when I went to Bonnaroo I asked this guy to borrow like his lighter and he was like oh you can just keep it like it's just from 7-Eleven guys I have never let go of that lighter like it comes everywhere with me little fun fact about me I have a lighter collection Um, I'm really sentimental about little things like that. So the fact that I held on to that 7-Eleven lighter and then went to 7-Eleven like six months later just seems so full circle for me, especially because a lighter is something that's so small and like easy to lose. And so if you think about it, it actually takes so much like care to keep up with something like that so I'm proud of myself I I hope you guys have had an amazing new year I'm coming into this new year with a bang my birthday has always been kind of a difficult time for me because I'm really in the process of reframing like what that means to me and like 
how it feels to like travel around the sun this many times and I've been trying to turn my birthdays into more of a calm chill like ceremonial experience and I've really been loving getting away from my birthday because when I grew up birthdays were kind of about like family and when I was younger it was kind of just like you're around all of this family you don't necessarily want to be around like people are hugging you touching you like you're seeing like that relative that you haven't seen in like years but they're saying like don't you remember me no um actually I don't remember you and so I used to feel bad like the first year I started taking vacations for my birthday I felt kind of bad because I was so like offline and hard to reach but it's actually one of the most healing experiences I've ever experienced oh my gosh tongue twister it's one of the most healing experiences I've ever had it's been really soothing to take that time to myself and meditate and kind of just bring myself back into one piece I really like that my birthday is at like the end of the year but it's kind of the beginning of the year um it's January 11th so 111 are also angel numbers and it puts me in a weird place because like I wait for my birthday all year like a lot of people have birthdays that are like a normal month, like April or like June or even like October. Like you wait a certain number of months into your birthday and then it comes. But for me, because my birthday is in January, like at the beginning of the year, it's agonizing because I have to not only wait like a full calendar year until my birthday but it's also like a full like 12 months like bitch you're not getting another birthday until next year like I know it's the same amount of months between everyone's birthday but for some reason having a birthday that's like at the beginning of the year and the end of the year like it just feels like a longer wait for some reason almost like that phenomena where like the drive somewhere will be super long but the drive back goes super fast and it's the same amount of minutes every time and I also wanted to give you guys a little trip recap um so far everything has been really really good and I'm happy because I definitely need that in my life for everything that I plan to just go well. Um, I've been eating lots of good food. It's definitely on my bucket list to try a genuine Chicago deep dish pizza. Like, I'm vegan. I've been vegan for years. But you can't tell me that you would die. Like, if I died today... I will not have tried a genuine Chicago deep dish. It's definitely a must for me. So if any of you guys have any recommendations for where to get a good deep dish, let me know. And speaking of Chicago, like 
it reminds me a lot of New York and I love seeing all the different people walking around and you would think that the people would be like really really rude but they're actually really nice and I'm from the south so I like the fact that the further you get up north, people just mind their business because I've always been the type to mind my business, but in the South, people are very nosy, like they're in everyone's asses, everyone's backyards, nothing you have is your own. Hold up, let me take a sip of boba, guys. I don't have my bong here with me. I miss her dearly. Um... I actually got sick immediately after we got here. Um, I think it's just due to like the different altitude and the air in Chicago is very, very dry. Like down south is really humid. And so my body was not adjusting well to that. My frail southern body is not suited to be up north. You guys are really tough here. And... Uh, you can kind of hear it in my voice. It's a little raspy, but I've been recovering. That's good. I've got brown tea, brown sugar boba tea right here. It's good. It's the OG boba flavor. So let me explain to you guys my plan, okay? So... Before it was time for me to come, I stockpiled all of my drugs. I brought DMT. I have a DMT cart. It's fucking amazing. Side note, I don't think that DMT should be in vapable form. It's too powerful. I also brought Molly, which has been amazing. I'll get more into that later. And then I brought like the normal stuff like weed, alcohol, and stuff. The events and, like, excursions here have been amazing. The thing that I love doing the most is, like, we went to this perfume-making class, me and my bae, and you pretty much, like, they have, like, a scent library in front of you, and they give you a card, and you mark off, like, you smell all the scents and then mark off all the ones you like most on the card. And then they create a custom perfume for you. Or you can pick like three to four of those scents and make a custom perfume for yourself. Just in case, as long as you guys promise not to like yuck on my yum or like hijack my custom scent, I will let you in on a little secret. Mine was lime basil, or it was lemon basil, French vanilla, Big Sur, sage, and bergamot. Fucking amazing. I named my perfume the only one. It was a lot of stress, to be honest, to, like, smell all the different scent profiles they had. Like, they had some that were woodsy scents, some that were citrusy scents, sweet scents, and so to smell all of those and then pick out all of the ones that I like and then name my perfume, that's a lot of responsibility. I talked to one of the employees that helped us. They said that they're called perfumers. That sounds like it would be a very interesting job to me. That sounds like something that would be like 
kind of like a made-up job, like an ice cream taste tester. But when she was explaining everything to me, I was like, it really makes you realize like how much work goes into the perfume process because someone has to like think of a scent combination that's like never been thought of before. Um, Cause there are so many perfumes out there. Like you have to choose something to stand out. So not only do you have to think of a scent combination that's like unique and that smells good. Someone also has to name it. They have to design a bottle for it, design marketing. Like, I can honestly see why it takes a team of people because for one person, that was a lot for me. And the highlight of my birthday has been going to the spa. Um, I got one of the best birthday gifts this year. I'm so grateful. Um, I received a couple's package to this spa called Air Spa. And it's basically like ancient underground baths it was so amazing the entire building is like dimly lit and first we got a massage and then they have different like baths and steam rooms and cold plunges you can like give yourself a tour through and then the package also came with like your choice of cold pressed juice but you guys know I'm a baddie on a budget so I was kind of swindling at the end like we got our juice at the beginning but then like as we were leaving I don't think the employee the other employee like knew that we got our juice he was like would you like your juice now and I was like yes like I would like my juice (coughs) and so I turn over to my boyfriend and I like give him the look like dude we're about to get another juice right now and I'm like giving him like the nod like to just go with it and so yes we were able to snuggle out of there with like not one but two cold pressed juices and it was nice because they were a hundred percent juice and I love cold pressed juice I love artificially flavored juice too but it's nice because it's really hard to get your hands on something that's 100% juice that's something I really value in the world and so the massage experience honestly was amazing the lady was hitting all of the right pressure points and I definitely made sure to like take note of the techniques that she was using so I can like implement them into some of my own massage routines and having that time like of silence to myself really gave me a lot to think about just whenever my birthday comes around I always get kind of existential I don't know if that's like a universal experience but up until very recently I used to like cry every year on my birthday like clockwork and so I think a couple years ago I was like this year is going to be the year like It was the first year I decided to go to somewhere. I went to Hot Springs, Arkansas, which was fucking amazing. And I was like, this is going to be the year that I don't cry on my birthday. And ever since then, like, I never cried on my birthday again. It's been amazing. To be fair, that was only like a year ago. But we reached another year, like, more to come. And I've been loving Chicago. Um... The spa had valet service, and 
all of the employees were really nice. They had complimentary swimsuits. And in the women's dressing room, they had Dyson air wraps, guys, which only the real ones know. Like, that's crazy to have multiple Dyson air wraps. It's like a $400, $500 blow dryer. And they just had multiple ones just sitting there for all the guests to use. It was very luxurious. And they dry the hair so fast and so, like, effectively. It was amazing. And so all of the spa baths had different temperatures. One of the saunas was lavender scented. The other one was bergamot scented. And then they had one normal one. The steam rooms were amazing. And they had like different baths that were like hot and cold and in the middle and stuff. I always like my baths and showers really, really, really hot. Um, my boyfriend is not that way. It has been a struggle learning how to shower with each other and coexist together, liking these varying different temperatures. And I like to joke with him and tell him like, do you want to know why women like blazing hot showers is because I need to wash all of the evil off for the day. And if I don't wash all of my evil off with scolding hot water, then something really, really bad will happen. I have yet to see what will happen because I always take blazing hot showers. So that was amazing. My favorite bath was the 120 degree bath. I know that sounds like a lot of degrees, but it was amazing. And I have so many things on my list to do I feel like Chicago is the type of place where you can't really do everything all at once. I'm definitely going to have to make another trip here. I could definitely see myself living here and moving here and just living my little city girl life like made in Manhattan or something. But my toxic trait is that I fall in love with every city that I meet because that's just the type of person I am to try to like find things I love about everywhere that I am but it's a beautiful city it's so rich with culture and history and it's so walkable and transportable it just really makes me almost dread going back home which luckily I live in like a walkable part of my city but it's like semi-walkable if that makes sense but even when I went to Walmart like the groceries were cheaper the Walmart employees were like sure like I'd love to help you my pleasure that honestly caught me off guard like you can probably tell someone is a tourist when a Walmart employee is like happy to greet you and help you like that man was smiling and then I asked another employee for help and she was also smiling too I'm like What's in the Chicago air? Can I bottle it and bring it back home or something? A couple little gifts I got for myself. Um, one of my New Year's resolutions for 2024 and like the rest of my life. I don't really necessarily believe in New Year's resolutions. I just kind of like take things that I want to do and implement into my life and like set that intention because the... The concept of a New Year's resolution is so, like, oof, sorry, guys, indigestion. The concept of a New Year's resolution is so, like, final and, like, succinct. Like, 
I don't like putting that many like constraints and restrictions to what I can and can't do. And especially to something as fragile as like dreams and aspirations and stuff. So I honestly believe that like with new year's resolutions, you could do that at any time. Like you could do it in the middle of the year, at the end of the year, whatever you want to implement in your life, you can instantly implement that. And so one of the things that I wanted to take into the new year with me is that I want to consume less and focus more on what I have. And I'm kind of an emotional hoarder. Um, I haven't done much research on this term, but it's something that I like invented myself because I like to hold on to everything. I'm very sentimental. I'll hold on to like receipts, postcards, things from when I was younger. And I just, I don't want to travel through life with all of this clutter anymore. I only want to be surrounded by things that I love and things that I want to be surrounded by. And I try to make sure that everything has a place in my house, not even just for like cleanliness purposes, but also for emotional purposes because a lot of things like I know should be thrown away but I've kind of just like neglected throwing it away because it it used to have some emotional value but that value is not the same anymore like it's hard for me but the older I get and the better I get at making my own closure and letting go and I've honestly been going on the journey to get comfortable with just like throwing things away. I think I talked about this in a previous podcast episode about how like the government and like the media will try to put the pressure on us regular people like only you can prevent forest fires or like if you reduce reuse and recycle like you'll save the world but The truth is the blame should be put on all of these major corporations that are responsible for 90% of the pollution in the world. And it's not an individual thing. Like it is a personal thing to where like everyone should reuse and recycle and like reduce their consumption as much as possible. But it's not really the type of thing to where you can put the responsibility on the person because I call that like almost like environmental guilt is what they're trying to do to us. Like if you make us feel guilty about the things that we consume and how much we throw away, like of course it'll put you so much in your own mind that none of the attention is where it should be, which is on these corporations. So I used to feel really bad about like just throwing things away that I didn't want anymore and I do try to like reuse and re-gift and donate as much as I can but some things just need to be thrown away and I would feel very guilty because I didn't like I don't know like recycle it or reuse it or keep it longer but the more I've like let go of that guilt and realized that I'm like already doing more than enough and doing as much as I can it's been easier to kind of let go so on that note my birthday gift to myself was kind of more experience based 
Um, it's one of my lifelong goals to travel the world more, especially being from the South. Like, I haven't really gotten out and, like, seen as many places as I like to. I would like to travel to, like, a new place every year. Um, if any of you guys ever want to send me a gift, I really want one of those maps where you can, like, <coughs> put it on the wall. And, like, put a pin in every place that you've been. And, like, I totally wouldn't have that many places, but I'm working on it. And so, on the note of, like, consumerism, this year for my birthday, I'm focusing on the little things. I'm focusing on how grateful I am for what I have and how appreciative I am for how far I've come and everything that I've built for myself and I've kind of been stuck in survival mode for so long and when you're in that mode you don't really get to take the time to slow down and appreciate and congratulate yourself I feel like part of that is like some of the former gifted kid trauma like stuck in my brain but as far as consumerism I bought myself two miniature disco balls don't ask for any explanation because I won't be providing any. And then when I was grocery shopping today, um, I saw that Paris Hilton has come out with a line of like Valentine's cookware. And so I bought myself a pink like cast iron Paris Hilton <laughs> pan. I know that's so random, but I love it. And we also went to this place called The Color Factory. It's really cool. It's like this like art museum in Chicago where you walk through all of these different exhibits. And it's like $38 per person, which I was like, that is a lot. But once you actually get there, it's not that much because you get unlimited photos. And then I also brought my professional camera. And you can, like, take your own pictures if you want to. They give you one complimentary souvenir, one scoop of ice cream, and then you also get to, like, walk through their little gift shop. It's amazing. And I know the disco balls are so random, but they make me happy. Uh, when I get back home, I'll be returning to a brand new couch. I bought a camera for myself because I would love to start, like, transitioning this podcast into like physical and video podcasts I love vlogging and like sharing my life with people I would love to show you guys my new couch <coughs> sorry guys I'm sitting here by the fireplace and it's very dry um that's kind of all I wanted to talk about with you guys I can't wait to eat dinner and like get in the hot tub and I definitely have a lot more like new fun interesting content planned for the new year and I just want to say to everyone like how grateful I am that you guys listen to me I love you guys and community is only as strong as you make it and it's really important to me to, like, I don't know, just feel, like, heard and seen in the world. And I know that I have a handful of listeners out there. 
I'm still trying to grow my podcast, so please, guys, don't be afraid to send to your friends or post on your stories. Like, we need to form a squad here, but a lot of my listeners are kind of just anonymous, faceless, and so thank you, Sergio, for making me feel seen. I don't get a lot of fan mail, but I love you all, and I'd love to receive more. Bye.